Oh, yes. Florida State, Clemson, they have their demands. They want what they want. On today's show, I'm going to explain why the ACC, they don't need to listen to any of this noise anymore. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider, part of the 247 Sports Network. The ACC media rights deal with ESPN is the albatross around the conference's neck. This has been something that we have talked about on this podcast for years now. And with the new deals with the SEC and Big Ten and what they're getting from their respective media partners, it really is putting the conference in a really tough situation. We've heard, you know, numbers up to $30 million behind in the next couple of years for the ACC as they continue to fall behind what could end up being two major super conferences. Now, new ACC commissioner, Jim Phillips, said when he took over that this was going to be something that he was going to address. This was going to be something that he was going to look into. And according to reports, there was a um, a record distribution to teams this year, uh, to schools this year. They distributed a record $36.1 million, but it expected to fall further behind as much as $30 million per year coming up. So things were going in the right direction. And that a lot of that has to do with the ACC network getting – uh, in, into more homes with the the Comcast uh, picking them up, things like that. You know, I, I know that they hired some companies to look into some of that kind of stuff, but we all know what that is. That's 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 all window dressing. That's not getting to the meat of the problem, which is ESPN's deal, which ACC is locked into with a grant of rights until 2036. Not a good place to be in for the conference because. Now you have to wait 13 more seasons to figure out what you can do to fix this issue. You can't, we've talked and we'd hoped that there might be some sort of cataclysmic shift, you know, bringing in a Notre Dame scoop, scooping up a couple other teams that would force ESPN to, to renegotiate. But even now you're hearing more and more reports that even if be, if the ACC brings in more teams, they're going to still be stuck making with that same revenue uh, flow. It's not going to change. Again, it would have to be something huge that would change the, the 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 landscape of college sports, and Notre Dame ain't going there. So, what? Where does this leave the options right now? Well, we've started to hear a vocal group of ACC programs start to push for this unequal distribution um, system. Basically what these teams want is they want to have the teams that have higher profiles that have higher marketability, get more money than teams like, Oh, I don't know. Boston college, Duke, not even Duke, maybe a little bit of basketball, wake forest, Syracuse, Pitt. 
They want those teams to get less money. And so there's a couple things we're going to talk about on the show, but I want to dive into this first of all. Now, the two teams, the two schools that are pushing hardest for this are Florida State and Clemson. Clemson totally understand this is a program that has been trying to battle for national championships under Dabo Swinney for about 15 years now. Florida State had, and I mean, they look like they're heading in the right direction this year. They have had historical success, but haven't had seen it lately. But even there, they had someone in their program um, say that they believe that they should get up to 15% of the ACC's media rights, but right now only receive 7% of it. So they, they want a whole lot more. So I get it to an extent. I get what these schools are looking at because you look at the value of Clemson and you compare it to the value of Boston. I'll even use, I'll use Boston college. It's not even close, right? Clemson's media value, their value as a program completely dwarfs BC. So in that sense, it makes sense that they should demand that. And they have every right to demand that. I'm not arguing that they shouldn't get more money. I mean, Florida State and Clemson do deserve more money. That's not what I'm getting to with this topic here today. I'm looking at it from a conference standpoint. Should the ACC entertain this? Should the ACC look at these arguments and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We get this pool of money. We're going to give us a, 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 a bigger, si- more sizable cut to the Seminoles, to the Tigers. And hey, BC, because you guys are, are, are a joke or whatever people are thinking, you're going to get a smaller piece of the pie. Georgia Tech, you're going to get a smaller piece of that pie. That's what we're getting at here. We're looking at this this topic from a conference standpoint because it's hard to argue that a school like Clemson doesn't deserve to get more money. They do. They, they've proven that they do. In our second segment, I'm going to explain why the ACC shouldn't even listen to these guys because there's a specific thing that I believe is, is the end game here that really eliminates every argument that's going on in this whole unequal distribution uh, deal. But if you're looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. And if you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste, I'm telling you the built bars and built puffs are healthy and taste amazing. I have one in my bag. I keep one under a box under my desk. They're the perfect day thing. They're the perfect uh, meal supplement for me or meal replacement. If I'm having a, a long day and I just can't get to, you know, making myself something health, you know, healthy too, the builds are perfect because they're healthy and they're good and they taste great. They have 130 calories, four grams of sugar and 17 grams of protein. Part I love about that. It keeps me filled. I don't feel hungry an hour later and craving something else. And the best part about built right now, you can go to your local Walmart or Sam's club and get your box of specialty flavors. And then you can go over to built.com, use promo code like 15, get them sent right to your door. So if you're close to a Sam's club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. And you can thank me later. Check out built folks. 
This is Locked on BC. I am your host, AJ Black. For all of you, I want to thank each and every one of you who have become an everydayer of Locked on BC. Thank you so much. We're the only daily Boston College podcast out there. There's other podcasts that do it weekly, you know, bi-weekly. I give you the news and notes of everything BC that you need. We give you five times a week a podcast. And you everydayers are the lifeblood of this. So thank you all who have done that. Now, I told you in the first segment that Clemson and Florida State, they are making a demand that they are, are they're, they're very pushing hard to get unequal distribution uh, of revenue rights as a thing for the ACC, as a way to, you know, get their, their funds closer to what the big 10 and ACC, uh, big 10 and SEC, excuse me, are getting. And I said, that's fine. They have the right to make that argument. And I think it's a valid argument on their end. However, I think when we're looking at this, the, the question then remains, will the ACC, you know, like Jim Phillips, will he entertain that? And will the other presidents uh, entertain that? And I'm not arguing whether it's right or wrong, but I will tell you in the end what my thoughts are on this. Jim Phillips probably should entertain it. He should listen at least, give them a chance to talk about it. I mean, it's, you know, as, as someone who's trying to fix the grant of rights deal, trying to figure out how to get more money flowing into this conference, he has, he owes it to himself to do something about this, right? He, he's got a brand new contract. He's, he's going to be around for a while. So Phillips, I think should definitely listen to it. Now here's where I think things should go off the rails. And I believe any sort of grant rights deal uh, or any distribution deal needs to be approved by the presidents. And if I were a president of any of the other schools, minus maybe a few others that are probably on the Florida State uh, Clemson bandwagon, I would tell Florida State and Clemson, no. And here's why. I believe hard, deep in my soul that if Florida State and Clemson could figure out a way to get out of their grant of rights deal, they would be gone in a second. They would leave the moment that they could get out. Okay. So what's the purpose of placating them if their only end goal is to get the hell out of this conference to, to, to get out of Dodge, right? The, the ACC schools should not be punishing other programs only to feed program other programs that have no intention. And I, and again, this is not me knowing anything about that, where they're going. This is my gut based off of all the comments because their heads keep talking about it, that I believe that both of these schools, their end game is to get out of the ACC. But why should they get smaller you're, you're basically completely imploding on yourself to to support and um and you know fund up two programs that don't care that they want to they, they basically have said that they want to leave if they could believe me if if the grant of rights 
had the ability to like maybe some lawyer from Tallahassee figures out a way to get out of the grant of rights. You're you're telling me that that Florida State and Clemson would be around two weeks later. They'd be they'd be in the SEC before you know before Dabo can make a comment about um, you know one of his G shucks comments that he loves to make. Right? I don't see either of these programs as as long term solutions. So I, I look at this right. I thought of when I when I was thinking about this 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 situation. I go back to I, I, I'm assume many of you have watched Breaking Bad, and I was I, I love going on YouTube and watching old clips, the reels of like The Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking Bad, Breaking Saul. Like I just go back and rewatch those reels, and they just like I can suck out like 20 minutes of my life watching these at sometimes. But I was going back to the time Hank gets murdered by the, the Hank, who is Walter White's the the, the protagonist by. Um, that the you know the head of the Heisenberg whatever they're in the desert the gang has Hank on the ground Walter is pleading with the gang to let him go he's making any sort of I think he was like trying to promise like you know he'll never talk about it blah 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 he'll talk he'll never do it he'll never do it he'll never you know just let him go let him go and the, the part that strikes me that reminds me of this situation is Hank looks up at Walter and says, I think he said, I don't know the words in front of me right now, but like, don't you know, they've already made up their decision 10 minutes ago. That's what this Clemson and Florida state situation is. They've made up their decision. Believe me, their decision is already made up and right now. They're just scrapping for cash. They're not doing anything for the health of the ACC. They're not doing health for any other program but themselves, which they, they have every right to do that. But the ACC should not capitulate to that. They should not give in to them because what does that do? You're just hurting all these other programs that are going to be there once those other two schools are gone. So that's my thoughts on that. If you agree with me, disagree with me, hit me up in the comment section. And again, if you're new to this and you're an ACC fan of, or maybe you're a Clemson and Florida state fan, notice how I did not defend Boston college because I know the, the initial reaction to this is going to be, Oh, Boston college guys saying this, blah, blah, blah. I am taking this from a general conference perspective. I am not taking this. And I, and I, as I, as I said, you, your schools have every right to ask for this. I'm not saying they don't. So, and I'm sure the people who are going to yell at me haven't even listened to the episode, but the, the, the articles that I've read also had some other things, things I do agree with that schools that get into the college football playoffs deserve a bigger cut of those, those pies. Cause right now, just, I believe it all just goes evenly to the conference. I absolutely agree with that. Like if that's a sticking point to get more money to schools that like Clemson and Florida state that are going to be battling for it. Absolutely do that. That's fine. Like they deserve to get more money for that kind of stuff. Um, I also thought it was absolutely hilarious that Miami is ju- jumping in on this. Yeah, Miami has a bigger brand, but I also, unless you were a fan of the U when Jimmy Johnson was there, Randy Shannon, you know, the early 2000s, Ed Reed, those years, you don't really see the um, national recognition that you do. 
I mean, I for the last 15 years, you see a lot of this. If you're on YouTube, you see exactly what I mean. A half-empty Hard Rock Stadium. And as much as they want to pout their chest and, you know, give the U sign, the U's not back. The U has no um, leg to stand up. They're not Florida State. They're not Clemson. So I thought it was hilarious that they're doing this. The other team that I saw was was arguing for more money was UNC. I mean, football, I mean, they've, they've been fine, but are they a national powerhouse? No. Is every team that has a good couple years going to b- demand that their, their, um, their brand is that much more superior? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know why they're on there either. So those were just some other things that came up. Now they had some other spring meeting things. They're going to be going to talk about tiebreakers for the ACC titled. I mean, we'll, we'll get more into that later. And that um, there's some other good things. And if you want to read the whole details, go over to Eagle Insider. Uh, our our um, national guys wrote up some stuff on that. This is just my perspective, right? And I, I wanted to come out flaming hot on this, and I hope I did. I hope you guys don't hate me for what I said, but that's all good. That's what I'm here for, right? So let me see. Uh, let's see what you guys have to say. Uh, Dennis can't bring in more teams unless those performance basis distribution will decrease. Otherwise. Um, okay. I don't disagree with Dennis on this one. How about performance based depending on yearly success payouts, like the TPGA tour, you win the league, you get big money. You finish last, you get substantially less forces teams to be competitive. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I am much more on board with performance based type stuff, right? Cause then you get teams like you had paid a couple years ago. They get a good payday. You've got teams, um, you know, like obviously like Florida State, they get those moments where they're doing it. Um, I, I just, I think the brand stuff is just silly, right? Um, football fan says, Grant of Rights deal was his Phyllis mistake, right? No, it was um, um, the guy before him. It was the ACC commissioner. Um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, right before him. So that was a while ago. So... It's all about leverage. Who has it and who can find leverage? If can find a way out, it will bring ESPN to the table with more money if it's not ESPN's interest for ACC to implode. Yep. So if you want to see some more of the comments, come on over to YouTube. Uh, in our final segment, let's get into baseball. Let's get into women's lacrosse. Both teams had a great weekend, and I'll explain why in just a moment. This is Locked on BC AJ Black here. And... Follow me on Twitter at AJBlack247. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the games that are still going on. Graduation, I think, is coming up for BC in the next week or so, but there's still sports going on. You have baseball, women's lacrosse is in their national tournament. Let's get into what's going on. So baseball had a two-game series this weekend against a bad Villanova team. I think they have like 10. They're, they're like the inverted B they're, they're what you expected from BC last year. Like they had like 10 or 11 wins. They're not good. And that Friday night game, if you were like, if you had fallen asleep and hadn't been paying attention to all this season and you looked at the score in like the fourth inning, when it was like nine two Villanova, you would have been like not typical BC. But if you've been following the team this year, and I even tweeted out, I said, that's ah, team's not dead. This, this game's not over. And that's exactly what happened. They just continued to tear their way back. And Nick Wang, who's on on the um, picture right now on the YouTube channel, 
had seven RBIs in this game, including a three run home run in the eighth inning to, to put the team over the edge and take the lead back. This team does not die. This team does not lose, lose easily. Like anytime they're behind, they're always clawing back. They're always, they've got grit. They've got resilience. That's great news for an ACC tournament and NCAA tournament run. Because if you get a team that can figure out ways to, to manufacture runs, even when your pitching isn't going well, because the pitching was bad, you're going to win games. Now you, would you love to have dominant pitching? Sure. But you didn't. That changed on Sunday. Sunday's game, BC just smoked. I, I think they won, what was it, 11 to 2? Uh, and it was just BC from top to bottom. They just they dominated in that game. Barry Walsh had a home run. Uh, West pitched, I think he had like nine strikeouts. So he had a good, much better pitching outing in this game. Uh, and BC is now complete. Uh, they are clinched into the ACC tournament, which is interesting because we were just bashing on Florida State in a, mo- a moment ago. They're going to miss the ACC tournament for the first time in 41 years. Crazy. So, you know, they, I think it's two teams miss it. So it looks like it's going to be Louisville and Florida State, which is nuts because <laughs> they're typically like the baseball powerhouses. They just had bad years. So baseball, good weekend. I think they've got a weekend series uh, next weekend against Notre Dame. That'll be big for seeding series, especially because Notre Dame is like right there with them. BC needs to win two out of three, I think. Uh, to really solidify themselves uh, for a good um, tournament uh, ranking for that. Now, women's lacrosse, they played on Sunday afternoon uh, on Mother's Day, and it was a tough game for them. They only scored nine uh, nine runs, nine goals, excuse me, and they won nine to seven in a very close game against Penn. Um, Jen Majid, I'm trying to get her name right, and I apologize if I get it wrong. Uh, had two goals and the defense was incredible from everything I've read. Uh, so they get after this win, they play this week against Notre Dame. And I believe it's a, th- a Thursday start pulling it up right now. They have uh, yeah Thursday, two 30 PM in Newton. They're going to have another game against Notre Dame. So they're, they're, they're trucking along here. Nice win for the women's lacrosse team. Uh, so that's going to end up and our that's going to end our coverage for today's show. I hope you guys all had a great weekend. If you is there any mothers out there, I don't know how many mothers I have that listen to this podcast, but happy Mother's Day to all of you that uh, do a lot of hard work that doesn't get appreciated enough. Um, and if you're not a mother, if you're if you're uh, someone who has a you know wife that with kids, thank them for doing all that hard work too. So this is AJ black. Follow me on Twitter at AJ black underscore B not underscore BC. I changed it. AJ black two, four, seven. I forgot. I lost my blue check Mark when Elon went crazy. And so I was like, I'm going to make it nice and professional. So it's AJ black two, four, seven Eagle insider. I have a ton of information I've been putting up, including a new basketball uh, offer. Uh, BC's official list, uh, official visit list. I have the complete list up. Come on over. Make sure you become part of our army over there on Eagle Insider. We'll be back again tomorrow. Um, hopefully, I'm going to have some big news by the end of this week on a special guest I'm going to have on uh, in a week. But um, I'm going to confirm that. So we'll hopefully talk to you about that soon. Take care, everyone.